Please understand. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining. I know you're not applauding me, but that's just fine. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Famicast 44, your Famicast from mid-November 2014. I'm your host, Danny Bivens. <laughs> right answer. <laughs> and with me today on this live version of the show is Mr. James Charlton. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I wasn't expecting a, an actual, you know, loud, you know, live audience there. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. So we have a, a couple of really cool games, kind of recent Japanese stuff to、uh, talk about. And you know, without further ado, we'll just go ahead and kick things off right now. Go ahead, James. Yeah, that's right.、Um, I'm going to be talking about、uh, Final Fantasy、um, Explorers of Light. No, Explorers. Explorers Light. Light.、Uh, <laughs> so,、yeah. I don't know if you know, you knew James, but so this is a demo that just came out、uh, just on Friday, November 14th. But so you know, the full version of the game is coming out on December 18th.、Um, Yeah,、uh, you know they have like some really cool like bonuses. Like for example, if you, I think if you get the game first like releases, you're gonna get a 3D remake of Final Fantasy One on the 3DS for free, and then that's coming to the eShop some point early next year. It's just like a standalone title, and、um, you know you get some other crap like inside the game too. But you know what this game is? It's like a action RPG, like almost kind of along the lines of like you know Crystal Chronicles, like that type of stuff. But you know, obviously more actiony. It's, it's very along the lines of Crystal Chronicles. I mean, doesn't it has a freaking great big crystal in the middle of the village? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would call that very much like Crystal Chronicles, which is、Definitely. probably the last Final Fantasy game I played, by the way. Hmm. Well,、um, <laughs> ten, so, ten years、uh, ago. <laughs> was it ten years ago? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was two thousand four, two thousand three. There's a crystal there. Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't play it online. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't, it wasn't online. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody played it online, but you know, hey. Yeah,、um, I I only played it multiplayer a handful of times because you know the amount of equipment you needed, you know,、right. to play the game was pretty ridiculous. I think I played two player once. <laughs> yeah, I think you know, for me with yeah with Crystal Chronicles, I had enough equipment. We had like a couple of different Game Boy Advances, and I had the cables. I had because I, I could never find the official Nintendo Game Boy Advance like link cables, so I had to get like the cheap, crappy Nyko ones that almost get like stuck in your system. <laughs> But yeah, I think I only got to play that maybe like once or twice. So that's you know, it's kind of a waste of money to get the game. But you know, were you playing with yourself? Though, like two two、uh, GBAs. 
I guess I could have done that. If it really came <laughs> so down to it. I actually did have a GBA and a GBA SP at one point. I guess mm-hmm. I could have done that. Yeah. But I never sent that low. Yeah, well, I haven't yet, but it, you know, I'm getting there. It'll, it'll come to that sooner or later. <laughs> so, yeah, Final Fantasy Explorers Light. Um, yeah, I definitely in, immediately got a Crystal Chronicles vibe from it. I mean, <coughs> the Crystal Chronicles game, I mean, um, I never really played a Final Fantasy game. My first Final Fantasy game was uh, on the PC, actually. Um, Final Fantasy VIII. Because, oh. Um, yeah, I never had a PlayStation. Obviously, I was an N64 guy. And uh, none of the uh, original Final Fantasies um, came out in Europe. Which, <laughs> Like, absolutely um, none of them? Um, like, for, like around sure. their original releases and stuff, I mean, like... I'm not sure about the NES ones, uh, but definitely there were none on the SNES. Um, wow. Yeah, the Final Fantasy VI slash three? Mm-hmm. Is that right? right. Yeah, Final Fantasy III was Final Fantasy VI, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and obviously uh, Chrono Trigger, Mario RPG, um, all of those, they never came out. The only... Uh, the only RPG, the Square, the in Enix, is it, no, sorry, Square uh, RPG that came out here, in, not here, there. I don't live there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Europe, England. Uh, the only RPG that came out was um, Secret of Mana, which I did own, and that was probably one of the one of three RPGs I've Japanese RPGs I've actually completed because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know. When beggars can't be choosers, but you know I like that game. I think it's a good yeah. game. But anyway, so yeah, that's my background in Final Fantasy. Uh, playing Final Fantasy VIII on the PC, getting stuck and then getting bored of it and giving up, <laughs> <laughs> and then playing, you know, several, you know, years later playing uh, Crystal Chronicles on the, the GameCube, and uh, kind of liking it, but you know, I wasn't like in love with it. You know, I love the look of it. Right, and that really nice look and aesthetic, and uh, really suited the GameCube well. And yeah, some really beautiful moments in, in that game. But like, yeah, it didn't uh, blow my mind. But um, yeah, playing this game, this uh, 3DS, is would you call it a demo? It's essentially a demo. I think I, I think on the website it said that you can still play this thing up until like December seventeenth, the day before it. You know, they the game Right, right. I, I was just saying when the game comes out, but... It, it, they would have said the release date, I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is just yeah, something I glanced at. I, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I, I don't know. There are lots of warnings when you start up the game, the, the demo, or whatever you can call this, the intro chapter, or whatever it is. Light, light version of the game. The light version, yeah. There are lots they've, of done, they've, done enough, they've done enough releases on mobile stuff, they just totally just went... You know, with that route, just call it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On like you know, Android and iPhones. Right. But you're supposed to call it L-I-T-E. Yeah, exactly. So I was really surprised because I, I thought that because I saw it in like Katakana and I think I wrote it down initially as you know L-I-T-E and then I saw it actually spell it L-I-G-H-T. I was like, well, okay. Or <laughs> well, it could have been R-I-G-H-T. <laughs> That's the, right. <laughs> Hashtag this question mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, 
Yeah, I've only I only played this for a game. I've only played it for about um, 15, 20 minutes. Um, on Danny's recommendation, you know. Uh, I read with that. Okay, I guess that's what we can call that. <laughs> I think I said, please play this. So please understand. Um, yes. You you wrote this up on your uh, eShop roundup. Yeah, I mean, you know, just said, hey, this thing exists and it's out. So this thing exists, which I obviously totally read. Oh, obviously. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can't say no to free, so, yeah, that's why I checked it out. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would ever uh, uh, buy a Final Fantasy game, especially in, in Japanese <laughs> at this point. So, yeah, it's, it's quite... It's obviously got a lot of options grayed out in this light version, but um, mm -hmm. you can pick up quests in this little town, like I mentioned. It's you know based around a big crystal very much like the Crystal Chronicle games, and there's quite a few NPCs to talk to. Mm -hmm. um, but they don't seem to do much at the moment. They're just kind of maybe telling you what they will be doing in the main game kind of thing. Sure. Um, sure. But one, one guy gives you uh, quests, and the first quest is just, you know, go out and kill whatever, ten, ten monsters, monsters in the field. And then you get a quest assigned to you, and you got a little... Um, icon over your head, so that means you're allowed to leave the village. Mm -hmm. um, there are no crystals to carry, by the way. <laughs> Don't worry about that. There's no fog of death. Um, it's, um, you just go out, and it's just a big, wide-open field. And, uh, yeah, it ran smoothly. It looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a, yeah, it's just a, you know, I think it's Y to attack and B to dash. You know, it's a very action-orientated one, you know, much faster than Monster Hunter. And, right. You know, more so than any Monster Hunter demo I've ever played, you know. Danny's played, well, he's played the full version, but he still plays it the same amount of time as he would play a demo. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> but it, it hit me a lot faster than any Monster Hunter game. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could play this, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I, would, I would, wouldn't mind, uh, you know, playing more of this. Um, it was very easy to get into and, um, and to play. And, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of, you know, like I said, Secret of Mana, you know, instant, you press the button, you, you attack monsters and numbers fly off them. I'm not yeah. a big fan of the, uh, this, what's the other kind? A turn-based. Yeah, turn-based. Turn, turn yeah. I'm not a huge fan of turn-based one. I think the only turn-based RPG I've played to completion is uh, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh yeah, I really liked it, and it looks good. Um, the the only issue I had was that in the options, um, you had to think uh, start or select brings up uh, this huge list of options that you can look through. Most of them are grayed out, but um, the, sli the slide pad, it's called in Japan, right, the Circle Pad mm -hmm. Pro, mm -hmm. it has um, an option for that. Right. And I turned it on. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I'm on the, the new 3DS and th is this an, is this a new 3ds enhanced game? I don't think it is. I mean, they, you know, when they initially showed off the new 3ds, this is one of the games that they had showed in like the yeah. initial trailer. I think they're just doing that to make a point that's like, hey, remember that Circle Pad Pro thing that you might have bought and used once or twice? Well, it's basically in this all the time, so you don't have to worry about you know connecting that or wasting your battery. Well, battery singular. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't work. The, the, the C-Stick on the new 3DS doesn't work in this game. It does, because I've got it to work. In the demo? In this light? Yes. Okay, yes. well, I've turned it on, 
And it's, it still doesn't work. <laughs> it was really weird because, like, it says, hey, please, if you want to, you know, test this out, turn it on. And I was like, okay. So I turn it on, and it goes to, like, a, a test page, and then you could fiddle around with the C-stick. And when you're fiddling around with it with your finger, you can see, like, this little uh, reticle. This is like from the start, the start menu? Right, from the menu. And... I don't know. Like, I've said this in the past, you know, with the new 3DS, I've had some weird problems where it just, like, all of the new buttons just stop working. Like, the C-stick doesn't respond, and usually I just have to just restart my system if something like that happens. It's some kind of, like, weird stability thing that just comes off. I don't know how or why or what I do, but, yeah, sometimes that happens. So maybe that's just something, you know, you know just try to do, just try to restart your system. I don't know. Um, there was, you know, after you turn that on, there's another option below it. it says okay, okay. Else. I'm on it now. I'm on it now. Yeah. And so yeah, two options, right? Right. And in the village, it automatically turns off that second option. This this uh, configuration screen is that what we're talking about? Yes. Um, okay. And then I can do that. And then touch OK. And then it does it. Huh. Yeah, and then it should, it should be back to. That's weird because it, it, as soon as I did it. <laughs> Yeah. It flicked back to off again. I know. It's it's really kind of odd and confusing. I might just be doing that because in the village, I'm pretty sure you don't have any control over the camera. Okay. So maybe okay. it just automatically okay. does that. But that's still yeah. just, it's still confusing and stupid. And <laughs> they should totally rethink. So right, right, right. That's, that's bizarre. Okay. So it will work. Yeah. And, you know, it, it feels pretty good. And with that little test, you can actually see how... Uh, uh, sensitive that little nub is on there. I mean, it's you're, you're barely touching the thing. Basically, kind of just rolling your thumb over it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in that little um, test area, it was uh, mm -hmm. pretty sensitive. Mm -hmm. huh. So, you know, it, I guess back to the, some more of the game discussion too. Like mm -hmm. in terms of visuals, what did you think about it, man? Did you think it looked good? Um, Could be better. <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of uh, visuals, when you turn on the 3D, it doesn't seem to do anything. So it's not in 3D. This yeah. game. <laughs> so that was one thing that made me think, okay, if this is pushing the the system to its limits, maybe this is a a three a new three DS only type situation. But is this plays on the regular three DS, right? So right. I don't know. Right. Maybe it just takes ages to load or something. <laughs> so that would be interesting. But um, I don't. I mean, it looks great, but I, I, it's not really. I don't feel it's pushing system any more than Bravely Default was or anything like that, right? Yeah, and you know, I, I think I mentioned this in the my TGS write-up for the game. Those, like, the on-screen maps, they look exactly like they were in Bravely Default. I mean, which isn't a bad thing, because those things are gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. But I, I mean, think... it, looks, it looks... The characters look similar to me. I mean. mm -hmm. So, yeah, it looks good, and uh, there's no slowdown mm -hmm. uh, from what I can see. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, Again, this is a pretty limited demo from what it mm -hmm. seems like to me. I think it said something, there's only like two tutorial quest type of things that you can do. If that's the case, that okay. first quest doesn't take very long. <laughs> I'm on the second one now, and so that's it. <laughs> yeah. but, then, but at the same time, they said that this, you know, you get two hours of gameplay with this, and, you know, it's kind of... <laughs> You're supposed I, to just grind the same two quests. I you know, guess. <laughs> and I, I don't know, it's kind of weird, because I was assuming, like, hey, you know, in the demo I played at TGS, you can choose, like, any class that you want that they, of what they had available, which are which is a sizable amount of stuff. But I, I was just briefly going through, I was playing this game at like one or two in the morning, 
So, you know, just I just wanted just to get the battle, so I didn't even think about that until, like, a little bit later, and I was trying to find if you could change your jobs, like, in this. I, I imagine you can, because you could bring over, it says, like, you can bring yeah, over abilities. Option. Yeah, definitely. yeah, you can bring over abilities, items, and all sorts of crap from this demo version into the final retail version, so... You gotta be able to. It's just something you know. We just need to dig a little bit deeper into. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this is it's it's pretty much a given that this is uh, gonna continue into the main game, right? Because you know, otherwise, what's the point of this whole thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we defaulted that, right? And was that the first game to do that? I don't know. I, I'm not exactly sure. Empening again? Did that do it? No, I mean that stuff that carried over. I think that there are several games, you know, on the. Uh, 3ds that have done that and stuff, so it's good to see that stuff carry carry on. Because I mean, that's cool. Because otherwise, you just did all that shit for nothing, you know. So right, right, right. It seems seems pretty logical, but you know, some companies just don't get it. Yeah. Or it's just too hard to do. I, I have no idea. I'm not a goddamn game developer, so. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, and apparently this is online. Is that right? I'm pretty sure you can play this online. You can play this locally. This demo version. Okay. So well, maybe we'll try and do that before the next, uh, the main episode at the end of the month. Um, we'll try and play online together. You heard it from James. A guarantee. It's gonna happen. Not a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much any, all the new things I've been playing. Other than that, it's just um, Smash. Lots of smash. <laughs> um, trying to get good, get good online. Um, I'm trying to main Pac-Man and uh, uh, Baby Cooper, Baby Baby Bowser. Um, I like those characters. I think they play pretty cool. And then, yeah, I really like Pac-Man recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to do full, full glory and getting my ass kicked. <laughs> uh, I'm happy with like you know one win out of. 20 on that mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Got my ass kicked by some of my students as well. That was fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I thought, I'd be a, yeah, I'll be a cool teacher and, you know, show them show them how this game's played. I've been <laughs> playing this since, since the N64 version, son, and then I get my ass handed to me. Yeah, they're like, yeah, and your point is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by some kids who've been playing it since Brawl. God. <laughs> <laughs> humiliation. Yeah, I'm not bitter. I'll just give them all C's. <laughs> there it is. That's the right, right answer. おっちょこちょいでへっぽこで頼りないでも時々勇敢なキノピオ隊長がお宝探して大冒険進めキノピオ隊長 So Let's move on to Mr. Daniel Bibbs. Yeah, so as we kind of said in the article on the site and also in the tweet that we sent out and all the other stuff, uh, I've been playing a lot of, well, (laughs) some of Captain Toad recently. uh, That just came out here last Thursday, uh, November... Did you get it on the Thursday? What now? Did you get it on that Thursday, the the day it came out? Yes, I did. Uh, Well, kind of. (laughs) Did you line up? (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I actually purchased the thing digitally, and I did it through... I, I was going to go just directly from the eShop, but then I was like, hey, I'll just check Amazon and see you know, if they have this on their new download store, because I think a couple of months ago, and we probably talked about this in the Famicast, uh, Amazon opened up 
well, Nintendo opens up opened up like a digital downloads section on the on the uh, on Amazon, and uh, you can get all sorts of digital games, not just retail stuff, also virtual console stuff you can buy on there too. And you know, it's, it just works as any other stuff. I mean, I bought PS4 crap on the American Amazon. It's the same type of thing. So if you've ever done that, it's just the same thing, but with Nintendo okay. stuff. So, yeah. So and you know. You would think, oh man, maybe it's going to be like discounted or something. Well, it's not, <laughs> not, no, maybe by like three yen. So that's you know, a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a man could dream, right? Uh, <laughs> download version cheaper. I love it. Yeah. So now, so I, I went ahead and you know purchased it that way, and I downloaded it. I think on Friday, and so I got to sink some time into it, and you know. I don't know exactly how far I am into the game. I've played, you know, a couple hours, maybe three, four, five hours, something like that. And um, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the easiest way to describe it is if you played Super Mario 3D World, this is pretty much exactly the same type of stuff from those Toad missions uh, mm-hmm. in the game, which is, you know, definitely not a bad thing. And you know, one thing I was I was kind of worried about going in. Well, I guess, you know, for those of you out there that don't know, basically, you probably do know if you're listening to this goddamn podcast, but, you know, basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically this game has you controlling Toad uh, around these little tiny miniature worlds, and the, the point is to, you're trying to find, like, these diamonds that are kind of scattered throughout, kind of hidden, and mm-hmm. you have to rely a lot on, like, using the the camera to kind of see, like, where you need to go or see how you can go to get right. these different diamonds and stuff, so... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it makes you think. I mean, at first it's super easy, but stuff gets a little bit harder the deeper you get into the game, and so I mean, it's a lot of fun. And you know, my girlfriend, she she doesn't really like playing too many games, but you know, with something as ridiculously cute as Captain Toad, <laughs> I mean, I, I I love it. It's really cool, like aesthetic, and he just he's so goddamn cute, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, well, like like um, uh, John Ricciardi said on uh, and JJ said on the on the telethon mm-hmm. episode. Um, the the character name of the the female toad, which mm-hmm. I learned on the telethon, is uh, Kinokio. Kino? No, I think it's Kino. Wait, hold on. God. <laughs> Kinopiko. Kinopiko. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. If, any, <laughs> if anybody's got like a girlfriend called Kyoko or or you know something like that, you have to start calling them that as a yeah. nickname. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I, I've been playing for about maybe three, four, five hours or something right now. So, um, yeah, one thing I was worried about, and they had mentioned this on RFN, I think Yom, when he had played it at, like, some kind of a recent event in Toronto, um, you know, the run button is assigned to B, I believe, and I was always kind of worried, like, okay, well, I'm running around, and I'm having to use this stick, you know, pretty heavily, you know, the right stick to control the camera. So I was always kind of worried that maybe that would kind of interfere with me smoothly playing the game, having to, you know, go back and forth between those things. But, you know, it it's really not that big of a deal because there's... If you're in a situation where you need to run away really fast, then, yeah, you can just do that. And usually you don't have to do something with the camera at the same time. So, yes. Yeah, so it looks like a very C-stick heavy game, you know, like... Yeah. You're, you're moving the camera almost as much as you are moving. Right. And I think you can also just kind of... Uh, instead of just using the stick, you can use the shoulder buttons to make it like kind of shift a little bit, mm-hmm. which is fine. And uh, you can also zoom in a little bit. If you press X, it kind of zooms in on the character. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's also his uh, Toad has like a oh my god, what do you call that? Not a flashlight, uh, a headlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whatever you call that thing, right? 
um, like, you know, a miner would wear or something. And sometimes that comes, you know, that, depending on what you're doing, like, in the game, sometimes that can attract enemies. They'll be like, oh, crap, this guy's here. Or, you know, if it's dark and then there's ghosts or something, you can, like, freeze them, uh, stuff like that. So... So yeah, that's a lot of fun to do like that, and um, some yeah, most of the game has you you know just literally kind of doing these platforming levels without really <laughs> you know jumping because that's that's kind of the whole point, just to figure out like this puzzle, and uh, but there are a couple of things that I'm sure you guys out there have seen like there's a minecart level, uh, several of them actually where you know it puts you in the minecart and on the gamepad you're looking in a first person view and you can you can control like where you're throwing these. Turnips. <laughs> so it turns into a first-person shooter. That's what you're saying. Kind of more like along the lines of Pokemon Snap. It's really, really similar. Yeah. Similar to that. So that's, I was really cool. say, that's the first step towards a, a Pokemon Snap game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that was a lot of fun, and you can also, I mean, like I said, you can aim with the gyro. I really hate doing that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so thank, thankfully, because at first I was like, oh my god, really? I'm gonna have to like sit up and turn around in circles to do this stuff. We need, but, we need you know, a pair like this. Yeah. Just put it right in the middle of your uh, living room. Yeah. Or just turn around in circles on my sofa. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So, yeah, no, so that, that worked just fine. And those levels are just a lot of fun to play. I really enjoyed that. And if you ever played Pokemon Snap and thought that was a lot of fun, this is kind of like the same type of thing, but with Toad. And, you know, sometimes there's just stuff. I mean, it's the same thing. You're still looking for these different uh, diamonds and stuff that are hidden all over the place. So you kind of really got to look around. And on the TV, um, whoever is watching or no one, <laughs> you know, you can see the cart like going through the level from like kind of like a dynamic camera view type of thing. Cool. So, yeah, so that's really cool. Um, there are a couple of, I did go through a couple of boss battles in the game and, um, you know, one is like, uh, I think they showed in their preview trailers and stuff, the, like a flaming dragon. Yeah, the, yeah with the lava and everything. And the lava. It's, a lot of this stuff is like timing based. Um, and even though he's, like, shooting fireballs and stuff, I mean, it's just you can get behind cover and avoid it. And basically you're just trying to get up to, like, the top of this thing, and then you come down and drop on his head. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cute, and it can be kind of challenging, is it challenging at times, but, you know, nothing... I'm not talking, like, Meat Boy here or anything, you know. It's not... <laughs> no, no, it's, no, I've seen some videos. I think Neil is putting up pretty regular videos, right, on NWR TV. Yeah, which you should I think check he's out. Got the, I think he's got the Japanese version too. Okay. Um, or I know yeah, I know Dan Koopman has that and he's should be on pretty sure he's on the review, so that's gonna be up in a couple of days probably. So you guys should definitely check that out. I'm, he told me I think he said that he had completed the game, so hey, that's awesome. I'm I'm oh, on my way there. <laughs> so So how far are you into it, would you say? So I think I've played through maybe something like twenty or thirty puzzles or something like oh, okay. that. Okay, I think you're gonna say hours. <laughs> no, no, no. Only like four or five hours, maybe three. I, I really don't know. I haven't checked. But um, one other thing, it's kind of a, this is probably kind of a spoiler, so maybe plug your ears if you don't want to hear about this, or maybe this is something that they've always said and I just totally <laughs> missed it. But um, no, what I found is kind of like a pleasant surprise in the, uh, from the main menu, you, th this game sets it up as like these books that you're going through with Toad, and you know, so each stage is like a page in like this book, and you yeah. know, if you're done with this book, then there's like another episode. And right now, I'm on like the second episode, 
Um, I won't tell you. I mean, it's, I won't tell you what's happening in the story because it'll totally spoil the game. I mean, um, you know, these games of like Mario series are all about you know they're so so heavily. Uh, you know, you really need to know about the story, so I really don't want to spoil that for you guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the options, it's like kind of like a extras type of thing, and you could play through certain levels from uh, Super Mario 3D World as Toad, uh, which is a lot of fun. And this is probably <laughs> any of you listeners out there probably thinking, "Hey, idiot! This is something that they already said." Well, my head's been in the sand, man. <laughs> I just, I just didn't pick up on that. But you know, it's cool. They, they. They really, it's exactly the same levels, but they put in, like, ladders and stuff for Toad to climb up, um, okay. and stuff like that, just to make it so it's more accessible for him, because obviously there's some places where he just can't go. If it, those ladders weren't there, you couldn't even complete the stage, probably, in some cases. So who put these ladders there? I don't know. <laughs> Luigi? <laughs> yeah. They're plumbers. They're not builders. What's going on? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Part-time job? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, in terms of like visuals and you know, I guess uh, fidelity stuff like that, just how the thing runs. I mean, it looks absolutely wonderful. Um, you could really see like these details, like on Toad, like his suit. Like, it looks like they're kind of like knitted together, and you could like see like the pseudo fabric and stuff. And his shoes look like this really rubbery, shiny, <laughs> like red little shoes, and it's just cute and just looks great. Um, yeah, the worlds look. Amazing to shy guys, you know, going around. Everything runs crystal, uh, really, really smoothly. So uh, that's not a problem either. Um, yeah, it's Is it a really sixty frames a second. I don't think it's sixty. It's definitely thirty. It's definitely consistent. Um, so I mean, that's that's good. That's what you need. <laughs> but and I mean, for the price of the game too, which is right around like four thousand yen, basically about forty bucks. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the, the price for this game is not bad at all, and it's just a fun little thing to romp through. And um, in terms of being accessible, I mean, it looks the looks of the game are something that you know hardcore gamers could probably get into and maybe think is really kind of fun and cute. But in terms of actually playing it, I really don't know. With having to you know think about using that other stick so much, it mm. just seems a little bit out of reach for you know mom and grandma. Yeah, anything with two analog sticks. I mean, um, I'm, isn't is there not like an automatic camera? Do you have to you know manually adjust it all the time? I'm pretty sure I don't think there's That's really any other thing that you can do. I mean, because you've really got to look around at like yeah, yeah, all yeah, of these different angles and stuff. You know, would it have been so hard to just like unlock the camera? You know. At an angle that's you know it follows him around as he goes around the stage. I mean, I could just see it now. You know, uh, you know the the grandma picking up the stick and she's like pushing the stick around. She goes around the corner and she's like, "Where's my little guy gone?" <laughs> and then obviously she doesn't know about the second stick, and yeah. then that's it. Game over. Game goes straight in the bin. Yeah. Well, I. I don't uh, like I said. This isn't going to happen. This is something that those that you the casual crowd probably cannot play. But maybe kind of like lapse gamers. You think stuff like I don't know Donkey Kong Country 3D or Donkey Kong Country Returns and stuff like that. I don't, maybe that type of crowd could maybe go for something like this. I'm not saying necessarily because it's a 2D platform. I'm saying people that are maybe so, you know they don't buy games. They're not like us. They're not like guys that buy a lot of games or play a lot of games. Maybe every <laughs> once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Well, I love like us. Yeah, well, <laughs> like me. me, not like you. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe 
that type of crowd could be interested in this too, or just hardcore Nintendo fans. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. So the 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 last point. Do you, do you think? Do you feel that it's worth the money? I mean, it's a reduced price, and as just, as soon as I saw it and I heard about what it is, you know, it's based on a mini game of a of a Mario game. It just screamed to screamed to me as like download game, and you know. And then when I heard it was on a disc, I'm like, oh, okay, I've done this before. They've put, you know, download games on discs and charged, you know, high prices for them before. But do you think that this is fair to be on a disc and to be sold for, you know, 40? I think it's fair. I mean, they said something along the lines that there are 70 stages, I believe, in the game. So if you think about it, that's quite a bit of gameplay that you can get out of this. So, you know, for 4,000 yen, that's that's not a bad buy at all. And it's a lot of fun, too, so... Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, when I do pick up a Wii U, I think I would look into getting that, af- probably after finishing 3D World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to know the backstory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Very important. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it on that. Uh, fun game coming out, what, North America, beginning of December. I mean, you guys are getting Smash Brothers in a couple of days <laughs> over there in North America. Well, basically, the time that Captain Toad's coming out there, we'll be getting Smash Brothers here, so. <laughs> there you go. Some, uh, somehow, uh, someone's got the message that Japan likes Toad more than Smash Brothers, but there you go. Yeah. They could be right. Okay, they could be. Not right. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, let's go on to some news. couple of different bits here. Nothing, there's not been a ton of stuff going on. I think some of the biggest news was, you know, this, uh, the new Final Fantasy Explorers demo just hit last last week, which we talked about already extensively. Uh, in terms of, I guess we'll just go ahead and get started maybe with some mini create sales uh, stuff, just so you guys can see where uh, games over here are hanging right now. Uh, this That's information... <laughs> yeah, this is just so you know, too, we uh, nabbed this from NeoGAF. Uh, this is from uh, November 3rd to November 9th, uh, the most recent data that we had right now. So, uh, yeah, number 10, Mario Kart 8, uh, 3,200 copies sold through. It's <laughs> right at about 700,000 here, um, kind of on the cusp. And <laughs> this game, this next game, uh, actually it fills the number 9 and 8 spots for the Wii U and 3DS version with the 3DS version of Lego Movie, the Lego Movie video game uh, for 3DS coming in with 4,180 units and then the Wii U version coming in at uh, 3,500 basically. Um, I guess this is also out on the PS4 because I saw it on, on, on the list too. And probably That's weird how the Wii U and the 3DS is so close in sale numbers, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the 3DS has got way more, you know, soft, like hardware out there, but the sales, the software sales are almost identical. Which, yeah, kind of, I think didn't like Sega or someone or Nam- Namco publish this because I remember seeing this at the TGS in the kids zone. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, like it was 
being presented as a as a brand new game, right? Because <laughs> hmm. you know, at that point it wasn't even out in Japan. Right, right. But this yeah, has been a while and everywhere else, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Actually, what, I the Lego movie came out here kind of late, didn't it? Has the movie come out here? I don't think so. I thought it did, actually, but uh, then again, I haven't been paying attention to movies here for a little bit, so. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, sorry, God, all these windows open. It has a Reunitia. I think it's Reunitia. Uh, I like your response. That's a stupid name. <laughs> Reunitia. So that's just two non-words mashed together. I mean, yeah. at least bravely default, you know, at least those two words make sense individually, not together, but individually they make sense. <laughs> These don't make sense either. Yeah. Well, they could be borrowed from another language other than English, or they could just be made up by Namco Bandai. Uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, who knows? Reeve. Maybe yes, it's Reeve, you don't know. <laughs> well, no, no. It's they actually have it written down in in you know Romanized characters. So okay. I'm pretty sure that was an R. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, you, you know, you can never be making every show though, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I did get to play this at TGS, and it was kind of it was kind of fun. It seemed they're probably going off the same engine that they did with um oh my god that collaborative strategy RPG Project Cross Zone. Um, it looked like the same type of engine. So I mean, it looked great, and they oh, played great okay. too. So that is that type of a game. This I think right and uh, Floyd from Tales of Symphonia and all sorts of there's all sorts of characters from all sorts of Tales games. This kind of Floyd's in it. Yeah, <laughs> this kind of uh, meshed into this game. So it's kind of like a All Stars type of thing, I guess, more or less. And I think it's been on okay. other systems. I, I really don't remember, but slash care. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> so the top three. We've got uh, Smash Bros. for 3DS, still hanging in there. Uh, 1.7 million units sold, not at that week. Only 24,000 that week. <laughs> yeah. 1.7 million total. So, yeah, it's getting up there. And then Yokai Watch 2, Honke slash Ganso. Yep. That's 27,000 units this week, and that's almost a 3 million, 2.84 million. And then, uh, yeah, number one, as you would expect, is uh, Monster Hunter 4G slash Ultimate, mm-hmm. which sold 57,000 in one week. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, actually, yeah, that's 2.1 million. So, yeah, yeah I guess Yokai Watch is still the best seller for this year, I guess, for 3DS-wise. Oh, well, well, Pokemon, Pokemon's right yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Pokemon sold more overall. But yeah, there you go. And the, are the Pokemon remakes coming out this year in Japan? Yep, the 21st. I think it's the same worldwide, right? Because it's kind of weird because it's on a Friday here, and usually the release dates are either they go with Thursdays or they go with Saturdays. So it's a very odd thing. So I think it's just to set with a worldwide release date. If I'm completely wrong, you can point and laugh now. <laughs> I was going to cue some, <laughs> some sound, but... Anyway. Uh, I think we're just getting a response here. From the audience. <laughs> there you have it. Nice. Thanks, nice. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, in I terms love of this interaction with from the audience here, it really keeps us on our toes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
this. Um, in terms of hardware, again, you know, 3DS is on top this week. That doesn't, you know, deserve the wah, wah, wah for that. That's uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, the total 3DS units around uh, out there this past, this particular week, uh, 79,000. Uh, Wii U still doing, okay, doing better than PS3, but PS4 beat yeah. Let's put a positive spin on this. Wii U smashes PlayStation 3 yeah. uh, sales <laughs> this week. Mm-hmm. And just slightly below PS4. Uh, when I say slightly below, I mean less than half. But, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, thinking positively. Yeah, sure. At least the PS Vita didn't outsell it. Ha! Uh, <laughs> oh no, it did. It also sold twice as many units. Yeah, never mind. You know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, but yeah new 3DS. So of, of those 3DS, of those eighty thousand 3DS sales, fifty thousand were the new 3DS LL, mm-hmm. not the uh, eight-year-old girl customized version. <laughs> and fifteen thousand were the new, the regular new 3DS, mm-hmm. and and then the rest were just regular old 3DSs. Clunkers that they're just trying to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of bizarre. I didn't see any fire sales on 3DSs or anything like oh, that. So they're just... Yeah, dude, dude, now, now we're on the topic. I was in the shop the other day, and <laughs> honest to God, it has a new 3DS LL and a regular 3DS LL next to each other. The new one was 19,800, and the old one was 18,900. Like a thousand yen difference. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't. They, they literally, they haven't adjusted the prices at all. It's just like <laughs> it's pretty maybe bizarre. It's a Nintendo thing. Maybe they don't allow them to do it. I, I have no idea. But you would I'd think love that to meet the nine thousand idiots that bought a regular 3DS LL this week. I mean, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with them? Seriously, yeah. nine thousand people. I could, you know, I could spend the time and visit all of them. And just say to them, "What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you, don't, you don't, like, I'll give you the thousand yen. Buy the new 3ds, you idiot." Yeah. Well, it's, it's possible they could just be in a location where they don't have any new 3ds's, or they're just not what, around. In North America? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in Japan, but you know. Uh, oh, the sound effect was too slow. <laughs> 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 the sound effects is too slow that time. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, who knows? But this new 3DS LL is just killing it. Um, as all good-hearted people should be buying that system. Yeah, exactly. And if any Australians are listening, if you're thinking about whether to buy it or not, I think somebody actually asked me on Twitter, should I get it next week? Yes, you should. Absolutely. Absolutely should. I mean... Uh, I've said before, my killer feature is the the 3DS uh, viewing angles. Mm -hmm. Um, Danny, what's your favorite feature? Mm. I mean, I just like just the general feel of the system, how much faster the stuff runs. Right, Um, right, right. I mean, because, you know, I think they talked about this on, well, we've talked about this before, too. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, you know, you you turn on your system sometimes, it takes a couple, like, I don't know, 30 seconds to load something up, and it's like, hey, that's ridiculous. And this knocks it down in half, where it's still ridiculous, but (laughs) at least more along the lines of modern, uh, you know, electronic devices, so. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's probably my number two feature, is just, you know, 
so much faster and so much more usable because of that. Yeah. You know, you know, you do mention. I know that you you hate the idea of that smaller one. You could change the face plates and all that crap. I, I honestly really wish that they made it so that you could do that with the LL too. But yeah, I guess you <laughs> you could do it maybe to the back. <laughs> you like no. unscrew it and. I think since since uh, since the last episode, I I did I did a video about changing the 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 SD card, taking the micro SD card out. Christ. I mean, obviously, it's a completely trolley video, and you should watch it. But um, <laughs> but yeah, because I remember, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if you said it on the show or if it was um, pre-show talk, but like you said about how fragile the backplate is when you took it off. Oh yeah, I think and I said that. Yeah, I totally know what you mean now. Because like when you unscrew the back, and the screws actually don't come out; they stay in the case. Yeah. And then when you pull the back plate off, this the screws one of the screws kind of stays in slightly, and it's like you you're just bending it back, and it's so thin, this fragile plastic. And it, honestly, when you pull it out, it goes, and it makes a kind of cracking sound, and it comes out like, holy shit, I just broke it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really bad design how they did it, and now I know why they have the Wi-Fi you know transfer feature, which doesn't work on Macs. Thanks very much. You yeah, thank you. <laughs> So, um, yeah, because Macs don't have Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> I was going to be and say, hey, get a real man's computer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I'm sure there are some programmers who can work that out. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think by the time that the, it comes out to you know North America and probably Europe, I would venture to guess that there are probably more Mac users overseas than there are in Japan. Um, so I think that might be a little bit more priority. They'll probably just maybe those release it and just have it. I don't know. They, they had I don't know. They had all sorts of weird. I remember, do you remember the USB dongle thingy? You know, for the that they use for the Wii and What's DS. The buffalo, the buffalo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little the dongle, the little thing. The USB. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah it's right? like USB thingy. And that was only Windows as well, right? Yeah, and I had two of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I think because one time I went. I don't actually. I have no idea what the hell happened, but I had two of them. Speed up your Wi-Fi connection. You had two. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Good lord, that was another weird really thing. Mess. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Japan is a very Windows uh, heavy. <laughs> I mean, Windows users um, outsell, outnumber <laughs> Mac owners by quite a large margin. Right. But um, you know iPhones, I would say, are probably more getting uh, probably more popular, the most popular smartphone. But uh, yeah. computer-wise, it's uh, yeah. not really. So you see a lot of Japanese uh, companies, you know, like Sony, Nintendo, when they do, um, you know, when they do make PC software, uh, software it is usually only for the PC, because mm -hmm. uh, you know, what's the point of catering for just a, a small market? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And if you do get Win uh, Mac versions, they're usually just recompiled PC software, which barely works and makes your <laughs> computer explode. Yeah, that's one <laughs> thing. I'll be interested to hear because I haven't heard anything about people actually using that. Which thing, one? Tra to transfer the data from your PC yeah, wireless. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Ty is a uh, he hasn't got new 3ds. I don't think he's interested in getting new 3ds, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe Matt. I don't know. Matt's a Mac guy too. Yeah, Matt is a Mac too. So. <laughs> well, all Mac guys here, apart from Ty. Yeah, yeah. Ty's the only guy who's not going to get it. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to wait for the uh, Aussies. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. To, to give us the, um, the down low. Mm -hmm. And it'd be cool to see the system running in English as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. So I guess that's it for news. Do we? Oh, do we? Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a couple other things. Oh, um, yes. So I, James, maybe I was talking about this. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> I don't remember. But uh, I was just perusing that same day. I was perusing Amazon.jp to get that Toad demo. I came across something that surprised me, and then I looked into it a little bit more. But so right now on Amazon.jp, you can get the Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Uh, demo available for free, and you get like a 500 yen coupon for the game to buy a digital version of the game on the you know from Amazon. Um, and at first, I was like, "Whoa, what the hell? I haven't heard anything about this." Uh, apparently, I just haven't been paying attention to a lot of things recently. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think it was Cerebi, uh the infamous or famous <laughs> Pokemon-centric website. They had all this information up, like, "Hey, how you can get this demo in all these different countries?" So I checked it out, and apparently, there are multiple ways that you can get this here. Uh, one being through Coral Coral's November 2014 issue, uh, which was released on October 15th. So you could have got this thing way back then. Uh, another magazine called Chow. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Chow Magazine. Yeah, yeah, in the December 2014 issue um, that came out or was available as of November 1st. Amazon Japan from November 1st. Pokemon Center from November 1st. Not exactly sure how that works. <laughs> um, <laughs> they yeah. probably got a download booze or something there, right? Pro possibly, <laughs> like Nintendo. Actually, like, uh, this is Pokemon Nintendo Center. Uh, Recently opened up near me. Actually, there's a big, there's a huge shopping mall mm -hmm. called like Eon Mega Mall or something like that. It's one of the biggest. Oh, in the area. by the Messe? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. And uh, that's got a, a Pokemon Center in. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I haven't actually been in, but I've seen it. I passed by it. I've never been to the Pokemon Center. I've never been to Nintendo World Store. I, you know, I'm <laughs> curious, but. I don't like Pokemon that much. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, yeah, you know, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's nice to look at it from a distance. It's yeah. like, oh, cool, that exists. I'm not going to go in, but it exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, maybe, when, maybe when my son gets older, I'll be forced to go in. But no. uh, until that day, steer clear. <laughs> steer clear. Yeah. Um, this is also available at Toys R Us uh, from Famitsu Magazine from the 13th, just a couple of days ago, and the January 2015 episode of Smart Magazine, which is coming out on the 22nd of November. Um, so yeah, I downloaded this. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> so I think literally I just I just started it up just to see, well, A, there's any limitations on how many times you can play. Okay, that was really reason. And then you wasted one by not even playing it. Well, yeah. <laughs> But, Is you it know, a ten times play? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure there's no uh, there's no uh, limit on it. Actually, oh. it didn't say anything about it, so uh, that's good. Are you sure? Because every single demo has got a limit. I'm pretty sure because it oh. didn't say it. You know well, how it, it says was, it, right? It was a similar de deal in the in the US, right? In the West, this uh, download code for Pokemon, right? I remember seeing on Twitter people sharing codes and it's like to play the demo. For, I'm sorry, can you repeat what you for, just for, said? For, for Pokemon. Okay, yeah. The demo, it's, just, it's, it's not a Japan thing. Yeah, yeah, of course weird. not, of course not. No, it's just, it's out, like, in the West and crap, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, I'm not saying it as, that, like, hey, man, we got the only demo. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> yeah, this is available. Maybe, yeah, all over. Maybe if Nintendo have, like, an online shop 
on the 3DS. Maybe they can distribute a demo that way. But you know, that's a far, far off dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> electronic shop. I don't know how. You, how how would you abbreviate electronic shop? I don't know. I don't know. They don't pay me the money to come up with these good yeah. ideas. <laughs> we can only dream. Yeah. But anyways, whatever. You know, now that they have that out there, that's cool. And you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can get it here. Initially, I remember whenever it came out in the West, I was like, oh, holy shit, they're not giving it to Japan? What the hell? But, cause it just, yeah. I was like, I was just assumed like, hey, they know people are going to buy it, so they're saying, fuck them. Why are we going to give them the demo? So. Oh, it looks like they have made an online shop. They call it the eShop. <laughs> Um, so breaking on, news. on breaking news, um, on the eShop this uh, well the past few weeks, the uh, most notable releases. Danny's made a nice list for me here to read out. Um, Devil World is now on the Wii U, and is apparently also available in, in the EU and Australia. Yeah, that just I think they just came out towards the end of October. We were just uh, talking about that on the show, right? The exactly. NES version? exactly. Uh, yeah. so the uh, sorry, the Famicom on the 3DS, right? Right. And then obviously Final Fantasy. We talked about that. Captain Toad, Crashing the Boys, Street Challenge. So I, I guess that's Kunio-kun, right? Yeah, it's some kind of a Kunio-kun. Mickey Mega Two, game. blah blah blah. Mega Man Zero Two, mm-hmm. which is a Game Boy Advance game. That's mm-hmm. on. So that's a portable game. So it's obviously on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we got the applause. Uh, the appropriate sound effect. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mega Man Zero Two. That's in the Wii U, and then there's a demo of Pikmin Three. Why is that news? <laughs> oh, that is news, isn't it? That's, there, yeah. there hasn't been one, right? Yeah. In Japan, <laughs> you know, I know in the West, you guys. Out there, you, there's tons and tons of demos. Well, at least compared to here, there are a lot more demos out there that you guys can play on uh, the Wii U in North America, Europe, Australia. Uh, in Japan, I don't know why they just decided to not do too many. And today, before the show, I went and kind of just counted. And yeah, right now there are only 14 demos. And this was the first and only, I guess, official Nintendo published, developed game that they have a demo of here on the you know Wii U eShop. The, the demos all include, there's one for Zombie U, uh, Resident Evil Revelations, uh, Yakuza mm-hmm. 1 2, Wonderful 101, The Cave, Sonic Lost World, Nano Assault Neo, Puyo Puyo Tetris, Disney Infinity, uh, Okiraku Tennis, like an Arc System Works game, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edge, Tokitori 2, some Doraemon bullshit, and Pikmin 3, which just came out. So fourteen so those of those the, things. Those are the whole. That's the whole list of demos. That's the whole list of demos right there. Yeah. That's it. Well, Yakuza one and two. You, you didn't even need to buy it, dude. You oh, I know, but I, no, I get this. I played the demo and I actually liked it so much that I did buy it. <laughs> are, you, are you for serious? And now it's a collector's item worth millions. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it's worth nothing. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. Good one, then. Yeah. Um, but actually, yeah, just just a, an observation of Japanese culture and behavior here. The um, the fact that there aren't many demos. So, you know, there's, there's, this, there's this thing that, you know, people assume that Nintendo is afraid that people play the demos and then they don't buy the full version. Like, <clears throat> that's the assumption. You know? I don't think that's ever been officially said. It might have been in an interview one time, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing about you know 
sampling something and then not buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does kind of exist in Japanese culture. Like you know, Danny, you've probably seen this happen before. But like you know, you go into a bookstore in Japan and they've got comic books, they've got every kind of book you could ever want, and most of them are not uh, just free to open. You know, they're not sealed, they're not in a packet or something, right? Mm-hmm. And you can you see guys like young guys and they stood there in the bookstore for like hours. They're reading the whole comic yeah. like back to front, and the the, <coughs> the the shop owner will not say anything. Oh yeah, <laughs> like um, and they'll just read the whole thing and then walk out and not buy it. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. You kind of get used to that thing. Like I remember doing that. I don't personally do that, but like one time when I went, uh, I was. Traveling back home, and I was doing, I was having a stopover in uh, the Netherlands, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and uh, in Holland, <laughs> and um, I I stopped buying this magazine stuff, and I literally I picked up this Nintendo magazine. I was like, oh cool, a, a Dutch Nintendo magazine. I'll have a look. I opened it. I looked at the first page, and the shop the shop assistant said, "Excuse me, sir, uh, mm-hmm. intending on buying this magazine." And I was like, uh, uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to have a look, and I was like, holy shit! You know, I was literally like two seconds, and I got told off. In Japan, that would never happen. No, of course not. I mean, you know, Seven Eleven too. I mean, you, there's always a group of people by the window, by you know, looking at the books and stuff like that. Always. And if I'm like waiting for a friend, I'll do the same thing. But I don't just go in there for oh, time for my Sunday, you know, Sunday afternoon reading time. I'm gonna go to Seven Eleven and stand there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe I flicked to the Famicast, uh, Famicast? the Famitsu, yes. uh, um, Famitsu magazine. Uh, you know, I flicked to the reviews while I'm waiting for somebody or something like that. Sure. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever bought Famitsu since. Well, I only buy it when they've got a cool free gift, <laughs> <laughs> like a guide or something like that. CD, mm-hmm. CD soundtrack, isn't? But. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So maybe this whole thing with demos and having the, the the numbers of you know times you can play it, maybe it does stem from Japanese culture, and uh, they're kind of laying that whole thing on the rest of the world. <laughs> you know, they're not really taking it. You know, it's stupid because they do region lock everything. Like all the these shops are separated by region, obviously, mm-hmm. and they could easily have that as only in Japan thing, right? And then you know maybe in the U.S. and Europe. You can play a demo as many times as you want. You know, I right. don't know. It seems like it'd make more sense. I mean, this is obviously seemingly some kind of a Japanese way of thinking that they're just kind of putting on the other regions, which I'm pretty sure the guys in charge in North America and Europe, the guys that aren't Japanese at least, mm-hmm. maybe they're like, oh, this is stupid. You know, our fans yeah. don't want this because it's dumb. I mean, but then yeah. on the other hand, too, I mean, you know, if you have a demo you can play 30 times, honestly, are you really going to play it 30 times? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I barely play games that I buy 30 times. I mean, seriously. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, that is of course. Game, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Monster Hunter had a play limit, you know, you can only play this full retail game that you bought for 6,000 yen. You can only play it 30 times. You would not even know that. Because no, it wouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even reached that yet. I don't know. I don't even know what happens to the demo when you reach the limit. I've yeah, never I've never, never done it either. So, Oh, you know, one kind of random thing that uh, happened to me <laughs> recently. Cause is, is, this, uh, is this okay for um, broadcast? This is game-related. So, yeah. So, last year, Nintendo was running a campaign. 
uh, with 3DS games, like you, if you register X amount of games, I think like three or four games, you get like a game from this list for free. And like Ocarina of Time was on there, Star Fox 64, Kid Icarus, a lot, a lot of like really good like first party games were on that list. And right. I, somebody, I think Andrew Brown, uh, or our, one of our Australian correspondents, he gave me like a bunch of codes because he had just got like a Japanese 3DS. I was like, hey, yeah, awesome, cool. And um, so at any point, I one of the games I chose to get was Ocarina of Time 3D. And I don't know why, but I just remembered about it like a few days ago. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had the game. game for look at my 3DS, I was like, well, shit, I didn't download it. So then I went to my Club Nintendo account and I was like, I saw the number. And then I went to go put in the number, the special code into you know the 3DS like eShop, and I was like, yeah, you can't get this anymore, idiot. Oh man, oh, no. it expired. Yeah, it expired because it was you know it was a campaign type of thing, so it was my own stupid fault. I still got like three games out of that. One being Calcio Bet, the soccer game, which I do not like at all. <laughs> but <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think I've had the same thing, like, with, um, I mean, one of the biggest pains in the ass of being a, you know, multi-region gamer, you know, having systems from various regions and living in a country which is different from your home country and all that kind of bullshit, you know, <laughs> managing three club Nintendo accounts, yeah. time, which is what, you know, what I do. I mean, it's easy to forget that, you know, you have coins or stars in one account that you don't have in the other, and then you go and you check and it's expired and you can't get anything. It's just very annoying. I mean, um, I actually managed to get <clears throat> F-Zero on N64 through the Club Nintendo, the US one. Uh-huh. Um, that was like, you know, 150 stars, coins, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> is it coins? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Which is pretty cool. I mean, I think that's a, a not very widely celebrated thing that Nintendo do. I think it's great, you know, that they offer that whatever it is, five, ten games a month mm-hmm. that you can get for free just using well, coins. You know. Everywhere but Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think Europe does that. Um, I think Europe gets the worst uh, stuff that Club Nintendo, to be honest. Oh, really? I mean, they have some cool stuff, but like, you know, the how you get it and like. The value is not very fair, you know? uh-huh. <clears throat> but the US one is probably the most fair. But you know, they have the least cool stuff. <laughs> so, and then Japan is just like, yeah, I think Japan's a good balance. They got some cool stuff, and you get lots of coins for oh, yeah. even third-party games. So, you know. exactly. <clears throat> and you know, like I mentioned, I think on the last show, I mean, they, they are they probably well, the, the the Nintendo Network Premium thing is going bye-bye. I guess, at the end right. of the year. And they kind of did some changes on Club Nintendo, so I would assume that they would just put these two things together so that they could not just have, okay, this Nintendo Network Premium thing was only for Wii U, right? Which is, right. I get it, but come on, you need to have this thing for everything. You can get money for that, but I don't know. They'll probably do, some, do something by combining those, I would assume. I would hope. But at any point, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why it is, why they had to set a time limit for that thing. I mean, why isn't that just a a new policy of Nintendo to do the 10% back. I mean, it's probably the only thing they've got, you know, to fight against PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live, and then they're getting rid of it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Stupid. So there yeah. you go. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that pretty much does it for news. 
Yeah, and it pretty much does it for the rest of the show. James, unless you have any other random stuff you wanted to talk about or anything. Well, we should talk about the fact that we had the telethon and we raised yeah. a shitload of money for Charles of Play. And uh, we were on the third part of the, if you want to listen to the podcast on, on back on the RFN feed, our old home. And we're on part three, the, you know, the first hour of the third segment. And that's where we had... The guys from A4, JJ Epson and uh, John Ricciotti. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about lots of cool stuff, um, like Amiibos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So and give it a listen. And uh, we're actually in the process of uh, editing out the, the that live Famicast segment, so you'll be able to ha- have it on the speed too. Right. And so another idea that James had too, that I'm gonna I'm gonna be getting to as well is we're gonna try to go ahead and go back to the last segments that mm-hmm. we did uh, for the past four years, well, like you said, including this year's, uh, and edit those, edit a little bit of that out and put it on our feed too, so all that stuff will be there. Um, so yeah, like, we want every everything Famicast related that we've ever done to be on our feed, so that you guys can have access to that there. So um, yeah, and. As always, leave us some feedback there. Write us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Do that in email form. Uh, you can email us at famicast at nintendoworldreport.com. Uh, we always read your guys' emails. Um, got some, actually got some fun. I got some actually things directly sent to me um, here recently. And well, I'll be kind of talking about that a little bit more maybe on the next quote unquote studio episode of the show. Uh, James, I think you know what it is I'm talking about. I'm just going to keep that on the hush hush right now. Sure. Um, but I hope you hope we're on the same page here. <laughs> but yeah, um, so you can uh, contact yeah. us and leave us feedback there. Of course, on um, Twitter. Oh, sorry, go ahead, James. You, you, you guys may have noticed that we did a, an article on um, Nintendo World Report this time, just to give you guys a heads up. And we're going to try and do that every time that we do a live show, just so you know, you guys know when this is happening, so we're not just sending a tweet out two minutes before doing it. You know, you guys can uh, save the date and uh, know when it's going to go live. Which, obviously, this is still a, a moving target. We're still trying to work out when the best time to do these things is. You know, at the moment, it's a reasonable time for people in Europe and Australia, and but not so much for the US. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of schedule, you know, our lives around, you know, the whole world. <laughs> so, um, uh, but, you know, please understand. We're trying our best, and uh, we'll get there in the end, and uh, hopefully have as many people watching live as possible. Um, but yeah, let's actually let's see. Um, we've got some. We do actually have some tweets that have come in while we've been on the air. Um, so uh, thank you to everyone who uh, retweeted about this live show and um, all the uh, comments. Um, so our very own Carl Castaneda. Uh, sends a big love for the Famicast and I think he enjoyed the telephone episode which is cool and um, 
our good friend uh, Russ Greeno. Oh, he did ask, give us a suggestion, something to talk about. Um, uh, Skinny Iwata. He says, uh, "Will there now be a wee fat to get him back to cuddly status?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did look pretty thin in the uh, last uh, direct, right? Yeah. Fan of the show, Richard O'Shea. He's uh, he says, "Wow, so strange to see you guys in, for the first time." Oh. And his eyes are popping out of his skull. Looks like it. <laughs> and that's what that emoji means. So yeah, sorry about that, Richard. But um, Danny can't help it. That's what he looks like. It's just what it is, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you look with what you got, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. And uh, yeah, there you go. So yeah, keep the tweets coming in, and uh, we'll read more of those out next at the end of this month for the studio episode. So please look forward to that. Mm-hmm. And obviously follow us on Twitter uh, at the Famicast, or you can follow me if you want to have some hypertrophy getting. That's uh, at Famicomplicated. And Danny, I'm at Danny Biv D A N N Y B as in boy I V. There you go. Boom. Yeah, so that's pretty much going to do it for the show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, James, thanks for joining me again. No problem, dude. And yeah, we will catch you guys towards the end of the month. So yeah, guys in Australia, enjoy your new 3DSs. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye.